Yes, people, welcome back to the second edition of Albert JTV meets Holly's Hotspurs. Women's World Cup, England won, Haiti nil. A lot to discuss, people, but before we get into it, let's smash the intro. <laughs> And there we have it, people. A lively intro to talk about England's second, first group game. Sorry, shall I say? Second group game, first group game. Um, yes, uh, England get off the mark with a very tough um, opening fixture against um, Haiti. I don't think many people saw this coming, but listen, this is tournament football, people. This was what happens. But as you know, people, this is going live on mine and Holly's Hotspurs' channel. So smash the like on my channel and her channel, Holly. Welcome again as we collab again for this amazing tournament. I uh, managed to watch rewatch re and watch the game. Um, a lot to talk about, man. A lot to talk about. So um, how are you firstly? And yeah, welcome to collabing again. Yeah, no, I'm all right. Like you say, it wasn't a game that I intended it to go the way it did. Uh, but three points are three points. Um, but no, I'm well, I'm well. How are you, Albert? I'm, I'm not bad, Holly. I've actually managed to watch a game live because of the time difference in Australia and... and uh, <laughs> At England, but it's, it's it is what it is. But no, I'm 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 pleased with what I've seen so far. I've seen highlights of a lot of other games, but the main one was the Lionesses to follow that and watch that back. So um, lots to talk about. Oh yeah, big up to your little um vlog actually for the kids. Very amusing actually. Um, yeah, it was until it started to rain, and then we had to like <laughs> run in at like ninety miles an hour, so we didn't miss anything. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> All right, no, well, Holly, we will teach you for future reference. Check the weather report. <laughs> Stop checking the, the, the stop checking the menu for Weatherspoons. Check the weather report. Right? I was like, but we won the Euros in the Akron Bar, so I was like, through wet, wet rain and hail, we'll sit outside. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> but people, like I said, smash a like from me and Holly's channel, and we'll get into this. But we've got two amazing guests. Holly, if you do the honours introduction, your amazing guests you've rounded up to come in. Yes. So without further ado, we have Jack, who's Chief Women's Reporter at uh, Mirror Football. So Jack, welcome in. How are you, my friend? Thank you, Holly. Thanks for having me, guys. Nice to meet you both. And yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, it's a quite it's late out here in Australia. Uh, just gone eleven o'clock uh, our time. But no, um, it's all the all the better for chatting to you both. No, no, Jack. Appreciate. You. I actually didn't. I actually didn't realize you're in Australia. So <laughs> even bigger props for you for coming on. Thank you. Man, I, th I thought you could tell just from this terrible <laughs> hotel room backdrop I've got going on. That that should be a giveaway. Um, no, yeah, I can confirm. Uh, I've arrived in Sydney today, out of England's next game, and uh, yeah, yeah, feeling it a little bit after after last night. But we got the three points, so so it's been a good start for the Lionesses. No, fair play, now, Jack. Thank you for coming on. Um, and of course, my brother from another mother from a. Beautiful part of England is, is Hastings, I believe it is. I'm sure you will tell me. Is my my fellow Gooner? I'm going to bring in Ray if I can bring him in. Actually, Holly, bring him in because something's happened here. I don't know what's going on. There we go. There he is. Yes, how's it going, people? Look, Ray, thank you for joining us for this uh, match review for England's open night. There's plenty to discuss. I don't know yeah. what happened in terms of me bringing you into the stream. Something has gone wrong. I don't know what's happening, but we'll soon, we'll soon adjust it. But, I'm here. Uh, that's the main thing. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, it's a pleasure to be on with you all. Um, yeah, I'm sort of casually watching the uh, 
the Women's World Cup and actually really enjoying it. So um, I'm really sort of interested and excited to see what you guys think and what your thoughts and opinions are. Jack, I didn't realise you're actually in Australia, mate. So, uh, so yeah, it'd be, uh, be interesting to hear from the ground up what it's actually like. No, fair play. Um, yeah, so let's kick this off. Um, so the first thing I always like to talk about is there's, there's lots spoken about coming to Jack first about team lineup. Um, a couple of surprise, not a couple of surprises. I say talking points. Really, um, I was more than happy to see Alex Greenwood at left back because obviously I just think it gives England a better balance. Millie Bright first, first came in four months, I believe it is long, long time out. Um, obviously Jess Carter and, and Millie Bright have got that relationship with centre back pairing at Chelsea, but. Um, what do you make of the team lineup in terms of happy with the back four unit and also Alessia Russo starts ahead of Daly? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think, I think you've, you've summed it up perfectly, mate. It's not, it's not, they're, they're not sort of, they're sort of expected surprises, if that makes sense, because yeah. she was obviously going to have to pick one of Alessia Russo or, or Rachel Daly. Um, to be fair, that a, a fair few of us who've, who've been out here following the England team for the last week, I, I'd say the majority thought it was going to be Rachel Daly starting. Um, so hats off to, to Serena for, for keeping that one, keeping that one quiet. A um, little bit of a surprise to see a letter in from the off. Um, but, you know, I thought she, she, she worked hard, um, link, links the play well. I can, I can see why she's, she, she'd be in for against a, a team that's going to drop a bit deeper as, as, as Haiti did, you know, was, and I think to be fair, England will face, face that a lot in this group stage uh, to, for, for the first few weeks. And then, and then, yeah, like the back, the back four, I completely agree. I think Alex Greenwood does give a nice balance on the left. Um, it's a good, it's a good relationship with Lauren Hemp, and obviously her ability on set pieces. Like we all know that we all know about that. Um, but I just, I think there's there's something I like. I like seeing her at centre half just because I think she's had an outstanding year for Manchester City at centre half. Yeah. Um, she also played quite well though, and she had to she had to drop in against Brazil um, in the finalissima back in April uh, at Wembley. She, but but. To be fair, Jess, Jess Carter was probably the, I would say, the outstanding player within the back four last night. Uh, like you said, Millie Bright, first game back in four months, is never going to be easy. Um, I did think she looked a little bit ring rusty, you know, it's, mm. it's, which is inevitable. It's, it, I, I would, I don't know how you'd be able to to be at full pace from the off first competitive game in in that long. It's, it seems crazy, um, but but yeah, I I I I I, I would probably have swapped. Um, I, against better opposition, I think I would go with Alex Greenwood in the in the middle alongside Millie Bright and maybe Jess Carter at left back. Um, but but for a first game, it, it it didn't work. It worked okay, and yeah, the, the Serena's you know hands are tied a little bit. There's not too many options um, elsewhere in defence, particularly now. Rachel Daly's sort of considered a, a firm number nine. So so yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Inevitable surprises, I think, is the way to sum it up. Yeah, before before I hand over to Holly, yeah, um, so I sort of I looked at it and I thought with England, um, and he's mentioned that obviously Russo started, and I believe I think from last season WSL in terms of Chloe Kelly and Lauren Hemp of like number one and two ranked in terms of getting crosses into the box, so you could see um, probably why. But I think with the Greenwood debate, it's it's not even necessarily a, a, the debate really. It's because she's so good on the ball technically and. Um, she does set Lauren Hemp free quite a few times, and but I get why you play her in centre back because, again, she's good in possession and it's trying to obviously get um, my starlight in the game, Kira Walsh. So we'll talk about it a bit more later. But um, 
yeah, Charlie, sort of coming to you, any like your thoughts on the lineup, and obviously we bring Ray into terms of what you want to ask him. Um, I, to be honest, like we've kind of already mentioned, what Jack just said, I think it was something that we kind of all thought was going to happen with that partnership at the back. Um, like you said, I think there's going to be changes going forward. Um, because bless Millie, I think, um, not that she was out of her depth, it was just you could tell that she's a bit rusty, she hasn't played in a, in a little while. Um, especially with some of her wayward passes passing straight to him, yeah, I was a bit like, yeah. yeah, this is a bit rough, but I, I think that will come. Um, like you said, the changes that Serena made that we're going to get into, I think, were warranted as well. Obviously, I want to see Beth England just because it's Beth England, um, of course, of course, I but. I think the one she made were probably the right call, especially um, with with Lauren um, coming on. I think she played incredible. I think she opened up um, the 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 side um, when we were trying to attack down that side. But yeah. the first half, it wasn't really the case. So I think those those kind of calls were were, were certain and made. Yeah, come in, come in, Colin. Your question for Megan. oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah is that a bit rusty and all? Um, <laughs> I know uh, Jack's spoken a little bit. We've spoken about um, Millie Bright, but I think the thing that really uh, struck me, Ray, was the fact that I didn't think that uh, Haiti would come out all guns blazing mm. in that kind of sense. It was a real shock for me. Is that something that you kind of took from the game, that actually we can't really sleep on anyone? Yeah, basically that. Um, I was expecting um, us to absolutely blow Haiti away, to be honest, uh, sort of four or five nil. So um, the fact they made it, not only difficult, but they actually caused us so many problems. Was a was a bit of a surprise. Um, again, I don't. I'm not too familiar with with Haiti's players. I know uh, they've got that um, that young girl up front who's just moved to Leon, I believe. Melchi Demore. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and uh, she looks uh, she looks really good actually. Um, but yeah, just the fact that um, we couldn't get our our rhythm. We looked looked a little bit slow and lethargic at times. And and yeah, I just think. Uh, Haiti kind of surprised us really um, with how they played. So, yeah, credit to them. But um, I guess it's just tournament football, right? It's uh, it's just trying to get the results um, and hopefully the performances will come along with it. Now, fair play. And sort of coming back in, um, sort of coming to Jack, really. I think I think Ray touching it. Like, I always have this debate with football in fact when it comes to major tournaments is that it's not easy. Them days of many tournaments gone by in World Cups or European Championships where your blow teams were in group stages, that, that's gone. That dissipated years ago. Um, so it shouldn't be a shock whether it's a men's tournament or a women's tournament that these games are happening. Because even if you've seen the early trend in the tournament, even the opening game with Australia, Republic of Ireland, Ireland had two late chances and they could have got a point from that game. Um, the free kick and then the head of that got put wide from Katie McCabe's cross. So... Um, do you, when people talk about because uh, I've seen some of the headlines, I've seen lackluster England and rusty England. Is that fair, or do you err more into the caution the side that you get the three points, you take the win, and you run? You you got you got to always take the win and you run when you play like that. When when I you know I I, I think for me last night the four best chances of the game, three of them fell Haiti's way. Yeah, big time. And it, so. Uh, they'll be in the same way Ireland will be hacked off. They didn't come away with a point in that opening game that you mentioned. But Haiti will be disappointed. They're, they're, I think the coach said it in this presser um, that we were in last night. And, you know, you, 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 all right, you might be facing the European champions, but if you play that well and create that, you know, free clear cut chances, you, you'd expect to come away with a point. And I think, you know, not that, not that England didn't have chances of their own, but. It's it. It wasn't. It, I I think lacklustre is fair. I think from what we'd expect of 
not I know the England team, this is a different England team from the one last summer. We can't always just refer back to last summer and say, yeah, let, let's expect a similar level of performance every time they step on the pitch. But I, I, I think from what this team is capable of, like, you know, the quality that Kira Walsh, Lucy Bronze, there's, there's mm-hmm. a, I mean, I'm not going to name them all, but there's a number of players who could get into any international side. Um, I, I, I genuinely believe that. Um, but it, like, like you said as well, just on the other point, it's, it's, it's great for the tournament. That these games are tight so many there's a there's a lot of people both fans but also people within the women's game really skeptical about this expansion to 32 teams um and i have to say i mean it's been a i know it's early days um but it's been a massive success so far because of those performances we mentioned and i, I love <laughs> we all love this game's ability to sometimes give us a bit of a, a slap around the face when we're not expecting it you know it's like no, no one was expecting haiti to cause that much of a, a threat to us i don't think last night Talking to some of some of the other guys, you know, in the in the media centre before we went out to watch them, most people are expecting yeah four nil England, three nil. A couple expecting Haiti to score, but but you know, it, it's just it, it's nice, it's it's refreshing in a way to that that we can all be reminded football has always got a way of surprising you. Um, and and even I have to say myself, smugly after fifteen minutes, I was I thought Haiti started really well, and I, but then I was saying to the guy next to me, they they won't be able to keep this up. You know, the the the, the fitness levels, the, the fitness levels of our, our players should show in sort of 70 minutes, 75 minutes. I, I was completely, could not have been more wrong. Hey, he got stronger as the game went on. Yeah. Uh, they were, they were fitter. They were, they were more physical and, and yeah, they, they really impressed me, but, but, but yeah, I just, I just think it's great for the tournament really. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The expansion thing, whether people like it or not, is going to happen in the men and the women's game. I mean, yeah, there's been talks yeah. of it in the men's game for quite a while. So, yeah, listen, I know they want to grow, grow the game and expansion and getting other countries from other different continents to come into the into these tournaments. So um listen, if it brings more exposure and obviously we showcase more talent, then can I argue that really? Not not really, but Ray, sort of thanks, Jack, for that. It's amazing. Um Ray, coming to you, sort of the sort of coming to like the first half. Um, what do you kind of thought? What did you kind of think England were? struggling to do or, or not doing well and and do you think it was a bit because i've heard the word predictable mentioned um and, and let me give a bit of context because obviously a lot of the good work england was doing was down the right hand side with chloe kelly and lucy bronze and they had it a few moments in the on the other on the other side with lauren hemp, lauren hemp but what what do you thought was what do you think england were lacking in that first half yeah i think i think you're right when you say it's a little bit predictable um i don't know whether we just it just seemed like we didn't have a player that was just able just to get on the ball and just make some magic out of nothing, you know, to try and um, do something out of the ordinary. It was it was very sort of scripted. It's very sort of, you know, same passes, um, just trying to move the ball about. And, yeah, I think um, I think we've just been working on that and training uh, nonstop, and they've just been doing that throughout that first half, really. Um, we just I think we just struggled just to... You know, get a grip of the game at times. Yeah. Um, some of our players looked a little bit off of it, um, and I don't know why that is. But uh, they were on the ball. They might have um, given the ball away, or they might have just, you know, uh, just looked a bit, a bit sloppy in possession. So, I think with that, and um, as we mentioned, how well Haiti started, I think, um, yeah, I think that's why we were sort of on the back foot a little bit. Um, I mean, even the the goal we scored, we had to 
had to go again, didn't we? Because uh, of the retake, and and that was sort of painful. But yeah, um, I, I just think that uh, the players. I think the players just needed uh, just to do something a bit bit different, just to make something happen. Mm. Well, before you come in, yeah, now you're right, and Jack, Jack, you make some good points because um, one thing I, I always sort of when I watch football match football matches, generally speaking, is um, particularly in tournament football, it's, it's often said it's quite cagey in the opening game. Um, when I watched the game back, I didn't think that was the case in the first half at all. It's very physical, um, as Holly mentioned to me when I was obviously at work at the time. Um, and in them kind of games, it's about maintaining control of the ball. One of my criticisms of the Lionesses, actually for a couple of years, actually, is even under Serena Wigman, who I think is amazing, is they do overturn possession too easily for me, way too easily. And that's one of the biggest problems because I think Emma Hayes mentioned it on commentary, when you're coming up, when you're coming up against the better sides, um, they will tear you a new one. <laughs> but excuse the pun, because um, the likes of Spain keep the ball amazingly well. Um, I saw highlights of their game. Um, yeah, Bon Matty, that I could talk about it all day. But um, yeah, that's one thing England are going to have to do. But and, and to be honest as well, Holly, before I come to you, just move the ball a little bit quicker. Um, you know, sp speed, when England, when they did have certain patches of play, it was really, really good, um, particularly in the wide areas, because that was obviously a game plan. But Holly, come in, sorry. I was going to say, before I forget, thank you uh, for becoming a, a new member. I know you said it ages ago, but I keep forgetting. So thank you very much for that. Um, and Jack, I want to come to you because obviously we've touched slightly on what Albert was saying, that the speed of the way we were playing. And I noticed at times Kira Walsh was obviously isolated and all of our play pretty much comes through her. So going forward, do you think we're going to have to try and adapt a kind of a new way of playing to be able to overcome that? Because I feel like teams are tapping onto that at the moment that all of the play comes through her. I completely agree, Holly. I, I, it's actually what I asked Serena last night in terms of, because she, she'd already mentioned a lot about uh, possession, the, the tempo being too slow, not not moving it quick enough. Because obviously we know England love overloads in the wide areas. Yeah. How many times did we see that last summer, particularly with Lucy Bonds, but, but with Rachel Daly as well, and, and now Alex Greenwood. But yeah, I, I, I thought Haiti really did a, a job on Kira Walsh. I, I, I said, like, is it, you know, is it credit to them or was it just a, a an off night for Kira? It didn't feel like she was dropping deep and receiving it like, like on the half turn, like we know she can. Um, that they will they will have to, to to come up with alternatives. I mean, I, I don't I don't think England are one dimensional uh, under Serena, but the the the, the other there's you know there's a, there's a lack of not a lack of quality, but I think Kira Walsh and Georgia Stanway are certain starters for every game. Um, mm. at this tournament, unless there's a dead rubber and England are already through. So so a lot of the play will inevitably go through them. Um, yeah, I, we will have to come up with, with alternatives. I'd expect more for, from Georgia as well. Just, I know she got the, you know, put the penalty away last night, um, but I'd, I'd expect more from a sort of in a box-to-box -box sense. Um, she's got a great engine on her. She's played at Bayern Munich for a season now. So, so technically, I think she's at that at, at a higher level than she was even last summer. Um, the, the the other reason though about and I, I agree with what you say about some sometimes England don't that they can turn the ball over too easily. Um, yeah, well, but a bit, yeah. I, but I think a big part of the, the big but another issue Serena's now got is no Frank Kirby. Yes, I think I think whenever they did keep the ball well, the games that they they have been able to have a real pattern of play um, consistently over ninety minutes. Frank Kirby's been crucial to that, and it's it's funny, isn't it? Like you know we. 
the two the biggest news stories in terms of the three players that are missing this tournament would be Leah Williamson, skipper, Beth Mead, Golden Boot winner, European Football of the Year last year. But I think, weirdly, Frank Kirby out of the, the, the trio could be the one they missed the most of this tournament uh, for, for those reasons. But yeah, the, I would expect a, a better performance in possession um, in the in the two remaining group games. I certainly hope so, because it was, it was tough to watch at times. Jack, Jack, you're a man of my own heart. I said this on the preview show with Holly. We did. I said one of the for me the biggest miss for England is Frank Kirby. Yeah, one million percent. Listen, as an Arsenal fan, as people know, be a Ray, I adore Williamson and Mead, but Frank Kirby for me is the biggest miss because yes, you've got the engine room of Stanway and and Kira Walsh there, um, but you need somebody. Yes, Ella Toon is one of those players for me. That's good on good getting on the end of things we're coming from yeah. deep from a knockdown from russo or maybe daily there were that there were a lot of times that game yesterday for me sort of ray coming to you quickly where it i i, I don't remember a, t- a lot of the time i've got to be honest with you i don't really remember ella Toon touching the ball actually i don't remember kira Walsh touching the ball that much i brought up the heat map kira Walsh is brilliant but centrally we've got to play a bit better but yeah i think sort of coming on to you I don't know how much you've seen a Lauren James or the hype around her but when she come on you did see a, a massive massive difference of what she can do if you play her in that pocket space in the Tamara what did you make of her performance when she came on and sort of England as they got grew on in the game yeah I think um I think it's positive when uh Lauren James come on I thought uh she helps us maybe control a little bit better yes um and I think that uh when she was on the ball um although it didn't always happen. You could you could tell that she was at least trying to make things happen. Not that um, Ella Toon wasn't, but it yeah, was just yeah. different, right? So, yeah, I think um, I think when she come on, I think she uh, she just sort of gave us um, that sort of uh, energy as well. I thought she's quite a, a physical player as well, since she compared to to Ella Toon. So, yeah, yeah, I think um, I think she's a good player, and I think she's a player that should probably uh, start in the next game, in my opinion. Um, just because of what she what she can give us, um, I think yeah she was she was a real positive when she did come on. Right, Polly, before I come to you, so a quick shout out to my um, obviously there's there's uh, there's other allegiances for me in this tournament for, for obvious reasons. Nigeria getting a nil nil against um, I forgot who we played now. Of course, um, oh god, it's a Canada, 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 yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, Olympic <laughs> champion. Amazing penalty save. Um, we're still in it. We got an amazing striker up front in Osha Shola who will. Who will certainly get us hopefully through to the knockout stages. But shout out to her, and obviously, as well. So, uh, Jack, coming to you before I come to Holly quickly, because you know she's going to come in with another question. Do you think it's quite smart? I was thinking about it yesterday after the game. Um, Lauren James obviously had a serious injury, that's why she missed the Euros. Um, she's had a good full season behind her belt, obviously, at Chelsea. I think she's only 21, right? Um, so I can actually kind of get it in the sense of maybe why she didn't start. Um, maybe that's a surprise element or something a bit different from obviously from Ella Toon because of different players. Would would you go along with that or would, would you quite pleased to see her not start or would you like to see her start? Uh, uh, I'm, I mean, if I, I I'm, so, I'm sort of swaying. It's a difficult one, but I'm leaning yeah. towards the happy to see her coming off the bench at this stage, I have to say. Maybe that's something, I don't know, there's something about introducing a wonder kid type player not not yeah. that you know we know about her now but but yeah. in in a tournament setting i like the idea of someone someone like michael owen at france 98 coming coming through 
you know, slowly, like there's this clamour for them to be involved and then they just, just burst onto the scene later on in the group. Um, maybe, maybe that'll happen with, with Lauren James. I don't know. I think I think the issue Serena's got is, and I think, you know, she hasn't said this publicly, but I, I, I fear she might have worked it out, is I'm not sure Lauren James, you can have Lauren James and Lauren Hemp on the flanks at the same time because I think there might be, I just think there's there's too much imbalance in terms of cover for the fullbacks at that point. And you've also got Lucy Bronze who likes to, almost play, you know, spends more of her time in the opponent's half than than her own, which is, she's got the ability to do it. So it's uh, it's not a criticism. But um, yeah, I think may, maybe Lauren James in that in that 10 role uh, f- further on down the line in this tournament, I, I would I would love to see. Um, but, but you know, that's, not, that's no slight on Ella Toon. I think, as, as you've touched on, as we've said already, she's just, Ella Toon's a different sort of player f- from Frank Kirby. Um, also, one other point I just wanted to make quickly is that, I felt like last summer England played some fantastic football, you know, with free flowing attacking, but they also had a, an edge to them. They could they could be quite yeah. physical when they needed to be last summer. And I don't I know Haiti were like I've already said were, were, were brilliant in terms of their physicality and the way they moved about the pitch last night. But I, I think England could do with someone with the strength and, and speed of Lauren James would, would, would make a difference. She did make an impact when she came on. She yeah. she slowed the ball down. England suddenly were able to hold on to possession a bit better. And uh, yeah, I, I just think we need we need to, if, if if we're in a stage where we need some more physicality and more strength on the pitch, you'd have to turn towards her, I think. Mm. Oh, good shout. Holly, coming on, coming on. I was going to say, because we're talking slightly about players that have, have made an impact in that game. And obviously, there's two players I want to talk about. Ray, I'm going to come to you first. And I want to talk about, obviously, Stanway, because we've touched on her a little bit. But that is now, bar the one that she had to retake, that is now <laughs> eight penalties, obviously, in a row for them. So, yeah, sure, with that, yeah. we talk about how in the game, okay, sometimes we weren't clinical enough. But at least we were clinical of that penalty, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, second time lucky. Um, <laughs> I think it's just me. I do feel a bit sorry for the goalkeeper. Because it was a brilliant save. It was a good save. Um, but yeah, she was just off her line, wasn't she? Um, but yeah, uh, you have to credit um, Stanway for actually getting up and, and taking it again. Um, being able to put it the same way um, and, and burying it this time. So that takes a lot of guts. Um, so fair play for her for doing that. Um, and as you guys mentioned, I think, uh, I think she's, she's so important to how we create and, and how we're going to score yeah. goals in this tournament. Um, she's in that midfield position. And um, as you mentioned with, uh, with Kira Walsh in there controlling things, um, we need a uh, Georgia Stanway to be absolutely 100% asset, in my opinion, if we're going to progress through this tournament and hopefully win it. Mm, 100%. I think that was the thing. We had quite a few chances yesterday. I know Haiti had a lot more because of how quick they were at counter-attacking. But if we were just a little bit more clinical in those areas, we probably could have been okay in that kind of sense. Um, But another player I want to talk about, uh, Jack, and I'll come to you for this one, is Mary Earps. Because my words, the save she made yesterday was incredible. And I know that Haiti obviously also had one with, like Ray said, managing to save the first penalty. And that was that was massive for them. Um, But she kept us in that game through and through with her saves. Oh yeah, I mean, that's a cliche, isn't it? But it's like, what what price can you put on a, a good goalkeeper? Particularly, like I say, like tournament football, it's it's based on just getting clean sheets. Just keep just shut out. Have the have the confidence that you're going to shut teams out. And when you got Mary Ups in that kind of form, you, it must give a lot of confidence to it. Particularly to it, like we've said, an England back four that hasn't worked have played much together yeah. because of the changes. Um, so so yeah, I. I, I She's just, 
she, she just seems to ooze confidence, which which sounds strange for a goalkeeper. I mean, it, it, even I noticed last night, and, and at times the stadium was a little, uh, you know, it, the, the atmosphere went up and down. At times you could still hear her communicating from like, players are up on the halfway line. You can still hear her talking. Mm. You can, she seems like a real leader in this team as well. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't bear thinking about what would happen if, if, if she was unavailable for any reason, I think, for England. I think that would be the, that would probably be the, the biggest drop off in quality, maybe if 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 she was she was out of the team, um, and yeah, the the reason we, England ha, ha, sitting with three points is is I think that on Mary Earps. Um and yeah, probably like we've said, I know there was Dumone who, who really impressed for Haiti, but probably outside of her, the next best two players on the pitch were the two goalkeepers, really. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah. and, and that's the thing I think with Mary, it she brings that aura, like you said, she is the one that's kind of leading that Mad line, rough. especially where we've lost. There she is, Wee! especially where we've <laughs> lost Leah as well. And I know Millie Bright's come into the team to try and command things, but she's been out for for a while. So having Mary being able to be that commanding is is incredible. And Albert, I want to see what your thoughts were, obviously on Mary yesterday, like kind of adding on to what what Jack said. Holly, you know, for speaking <laughs> to me, I absolutely love this woman. She's actually probably one of the England players. There's, there's a few, but she's definitely the top three. I would love to meet. I don't know. I just bring her, just, just hug her. I just love her. Just charisma personified, fantastic goalkeeper. Um, she speaks so highly of Srida Weedman, um, very, very highly. She had to change her career. Um, yeah, she, you know what? It, the thing with position with goalkeepers, we know this, we know this all well as football fans. And Jack, the job you do is there could be a game you're not doing anything for 80 minutes, but there's got to be one moment where you've got to be switched on. And she was because. That came from actually. If you look at both chances um, in the first half, I know she didn't actually save it; it went wide. Um, you know, a defensive mix-up between I think was it Bronze and Millie Bright going for the yeah. same ball. You just you just yeah. don't do that. They're, they're, they're experienced enough in terms of playing for England, and obviously the chance that where she Mary Earps actually saved it. Um, you got you know both the centre back and the both centre backs going sort of for the same ball. But um, yeah, she's 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 going to be integral for England um, in this tournament. Um, I probably don't think the other goalkeepers have got a look and they're good goalkeepers by the way, Roebuck and Hampton but I, I just, Mary is just, she's got better we was there for the Finalissima game um, that amazing penalty save um, I think I'm still struggling to get my voice back from that game, that was back in April but, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, she's I just, I actually adore the woman just as a, as a human being um, as well as being an amazing goalkeeper um, so yeah, Manchester United ladies have got a, a top goalkeeper there so um, yeah Bring it on, me, Ma- Ma- they call her Mazza. I didn't realize that, but apparently they call her Mazza. But, um, now Holly, thanks for giving me asking me a question. I was quite surprised to be honest with you. I know <laughs> you're my co host, but... <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you kind of led me on to the ne- next one. I want to ask the guys. Um, I think yesterday they put, I don't, I've not seen the result, but in terms of, um, I put, before I come to that, I, I personally thought England were better in the second half. Um, Jack mentioned like. Haiti did sort of tire. I thought Russo came into the game a little bit more. Um, Russo, sorry, our, 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 Ray, we're gonna go and see you next season, mate. Don't worry, man. we're gonna see our, yeah, our, yeah. our Lessie. You're right, they renamed her Lessie. Um, but yeah, she got better, she created a couple opportunities. Um, this time I'm here for it, Russo, Daly. They're both amazing goal scorers, offer different, offer different attributes. Um, I thought England were better in the second half again, as we mentioned, it's a little bit more control. Um, Chloe Kelly did put in some fantastic crosses, by the way, from her side, particularly in the second half, like right, right on the money. Um, but in terms of sort, of, there was they have the thing on Twitter, Jack. You've probably seen this in terms of um, 
like the player of the match. I think the four nominees were is Greenwood, it was um oh god, who are the other ones now? Greenwood to no, sorry, Greenwood Stanway. Um, I can't remember the other two now. But I actually thought my actually player of the match, I'll be honest with you. It, uh, Mary Earps obviously is one of them. I can't remember the other person. Yeah. It will come to me. But um, I personally, my I see a lot of things flying around on Twitter. But my my or actually player of the match for me was Alex Greenwood. I thought she was excellent. I don't think she did anything wrong defensively. She gives England balance on that left hand side. Um, Holly knows I love Alex Greenwood as well, man. Fantastic player. Um, can play left back and centre back, obviously as we, as we know. But in terms of player of the match, Jack, we have to push you on it. Um. And obviously, you haven't even mentioned Jess Carter. She was even part of the nominations for the player of the match, by the mm. way. Um, what was your sort of thoughts on that? I mean, it's, it's, it's it, I don't want to give a, a boring answer. But I think <laughs> if you if you're a goalkeeper, it's not ideal, is it? <laughs> but if you if you're a goalkeeper uh, and you make two match winning saves, in my opinion, in the second half, like Mary Evans did, then I think it's absolutely past her. But let's go more interesting. If it was if it was restricted to outfield players. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's a toss-up between probably Chloe Kelly or Alex Greenwood. Um, I, I know, you know, Chloe Kelly's uh, end product sometimes gets a little yeah. bit, uh, uh, you know, it's it, it ebbs and flows. There's a little bit of criticism comes her way. But what I liked about her last night was always willing to get on the ball. Um, it felt like in a game where you, you already spoken about Ella, Ella Toon, perhaps yeah. I'm missing for, for, for periods of it. I, you know, Chloe Kelly was constantly showing uh, down down the right hand side, and also when she swapped with uh, Lauren Hemp at the start of the second half, yes, um, always willing to get on the ball, and and yeah, just giving them great energy, and, and I just think there's a there's a better balance with with Chloe in the side when she's not in the side. Um, Alex Greenwood, though, I, I, again, wouldn't disagree with her. She was she was certainly, I think, the most solid performer out of the the back four. Oh, fair play. Um, so let me come to Ray. I just it's just kind of, it just literally hit me, Ray, to ask you this question. Um, because I've noticed it because they mentioned it yesterday. Um, because obviously before coming into the game against Haiti, I was seeing that it scored in um the last three games, but they actually haven't scored in open play. I think it's for 337 minutes, I believe it is. Wow, which is, which is even even if you didn't even include the injuries, they still got enough players in there to score goals. Um, you know, Rachel Daly scored, I think, 21 22 goals last season for Villa. And they're not a you know they're not a prominent top five side in, in the WSL. Um I think she outscored um I think in, in, both in England and um and Daily outscored Russo. But um yeah, England not scored an open play for 337 minutes. Um it's not that they wasn't trying. I mean, I'll bring up the stats anyway. Um, but what do you think England done better in the second half, taking into account probably Haiti got a bit tired? Yeah, I just think we um we control things a lot better. Um, we were able to sort of get on the ball a bit more, as you mentioned. Uh, Haiti probably did tire a little bit. Um, that's something we do have in our favour. We've got a lot of uh, strength and depth, right, um, in mm. a lot of in a lot of positions in the team. Um, so yeah, I think um, I think we've done quite well in that respect. Um, there was times where we just kind of had to manage the game. Um, and then obviously uh, our goalkeeper Mary Earps did save to him a couple of times as well. So yeah, I think um, looking at that, it does look like absolute dominance, uh, doesn't it? In <laughs> yeah, the game. Yeah. Um, and actually, weirdly, uh, watching it, I don't know if that that sort of reflects of those uh, statistics. But yeah, it was um, it was one of those where I just think it was just uh, first game in the tournament. Um, 
I think we sort of knew by then we weren't, it wasn't going to be a whitewash, was it? It wasn't going to steamroll them. So we just had to uh, play, our, play our stuff and uh, manage the game as best we could. And uh, yeah, thankfully we got over the line. No, fair play. Yeah, it's, um, I, I thought England were... Were they better in the second half and the first half? For me personally, yes. Um, there's a number of different and contributing factors to that. Um, it'd have been nice to see them get the second goal and probably relax a little bit more. And maybe Serena might have made a, a few more changes. You might have brought on Katie Robinson as well, or might have brought in Daly a little bit earlier. But um, yeah, Rachel Daly's a threat, man. Trust me. Um, she's very, very experienced and playing a number of different positions. But um, yeah, like I said, England opening group games of a tournament. I don't know too many through my entire lifetime, as Holly knows, 21 plus a bit of VAT I am, um, where opening games have been thrilling or exciting or end-to-end. -end. It, it very rarely happens in tournament football, particularly if you're one of the favourites to win the tournament along with the sort of the USA. So, Holly, come in quickly. No, it's interesting you say that, Albert, because obviously, like we kind of said, this this year, like Jack said, the, the whole tournament itself seems like the score lines are a little bit closer, which... Being a women's fan, you kind of want that to be the case. You want the games to be where it could go either way. And honestly, that is quite stressful because being Spurs, I, I don't want England to be stressful. <laughs> but sadly, yesterday was quite stressful. Um, but Jack saying that, like we, we've touched on how that game went. I kind of want to move on to obviously the next group game uh, sure. that we have coming up. Um, and obviously, as we know, this is, oh well, it's turning out to be quite a close group. So what mm. does maybe Serena need to do to, to mix up. I mean, I know we've spoken about we need to give Kira Walsh the ball a bit more. She needs to find that space a bit more. But what, what do you think the changes might be, whether she's going to make those changes? Oh, this is this is the tricky part because, I, yeah. as we know from last summer, she didn't change the starting 11 mm -hmm. once. Um, and, and not just that. I just think generally since she's come in as England manager, the, she, she likes a settled starting at, at 11 and, and not to mess too much, you know, and even in friendlies when they could make more substitutes, um, you know, it's almost unlimited at times. She, she's she's not always wanting to use use it all and just change it for the sake of it. Um, but having said that, I, I think that we could see potentially Rachel Daly um, in from the off because, well, it's it, I mean, it's, it sounds obvious, but it's like, you know, we've not scored from open play. And yeah, what yeah. do we say? About 300 and odd, odd, odd minutes, which is crazy. Yeah. 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 I mean, also on the stats that I've just looked at that those possession stats last night, I don't think I've ever seen a team on 75% who I thought were as, as sloppy with the ball <laughs> as England were, but still had 75% of the possession. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah, I, th I think uh, I, I could see definitely Rachel Daly coming in against Denmark. I think it might help Alessia Russo um, to have a... Have, be taken not taking out the firing line because you know she's not going to be criticized from all angles but uh, alessia russo to me last night it, she, she seemed like a player just a little bit too desperate to score if that makes sense yeah she was, she yeah. was at times there was a point in the second half she came out she was coming out on the left wing to try and uh, try and go past players and and try and that, that's not that's not i don't think that's yeah, really her game she's yeah. a great link player but i don't want to see her there i want to see her between the posts you know um, which is where I think Rachel Daly will be um, in that in that width of the penalty area. Um, so I, I think it could it could help her if if she has a game out. Um, and like you said, and, and to be fair as well, Serena in a pre-match press conference name check Bethany England because I think a lot of people have not forgotten about her, but sort of just assumed she's third choice unless there's injuries. She she's unlikely to play um, or England get through the group early. But actually. She, she's well in contention as well. It sounds like she's been training really well. Um, so, I, yeah, I think we could see a change up front. Um, 
and possibly at the the, the back four, um, maybe just 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 to freshen things up there. Maybe maybe Jess Carter might get get taken out for a game, um, but yeah, the the midfield I think is is going to be the same for for the time being. Hundred I'm glad you mentioned Beth England because, like I've said, I'm a Spurs fan, and she literally carried Spurs, so they didn't get uh, relegated last season. So she definitely can do something and create something, even if she comes off from the bench. It'd be quite nice just to mix things up. If the game kind of goes the way it did at the start of that hate game, in terms of there wasn't really much going up by say of us up front. Um, but obviously, Ray Jack's kind of said what the changes could be against Denmark, and we know that Denmark obviously beat China the other day, but it was in the 89th minute. So yeah. that again, it's going to be a very close game, I think. Yeah, very much so. Um, I think it will be a similar game um, to the Haiti one. To be honest, it will be. Um, we'll have to be very patient, I think, um, and we will need to uh, really work our opportunities. Um, hopefully, that's that uh, they can learn from the game that they just played. Um, and yeah, I think we need to do something a bit different. I do think um, maybe bringing Rachel Daly in would be a good shout. Um, but yeah, I think we just need to uh, just do something a bit different. Um, and yeah, I think we probably have to be a bit patient for it. Mm, definitely, I think that's the thing. Like, um, obviously, they're ranked higher than and Haiti, so in on paper, it should be a type of game. But it, feel, it seems like Albert, I'll come to you for, for this uh question. Go on, honey. It seems like um. That this tournament, like we said, it's these opening games. I think everybody's still trying to find their kind of feet, uh, so to speak. Yeah, it's, listen, case in point, if anybody watched the France-Jamaica um, game today, um, mm. France, to me, looked clueless in the first half. Um, I get it. Um, Jamaica set up in very, very well. Um, they've got a lot of pace. They've got a lot of energy. Um, they've got good legs in, in, in and around the team. Obviously, Bunny Shaw up front as well. Um, but France... I mean, they've got a new, I've got a new, I've seen this guy coach everywhere. He's coached most of the African nations teams in terms of the men's tournament. Is it, is it, is it John Renard? Is it? I think his name is, I can't remember his name. He's, he's gone out of my head. He's like a Bond villain, he looks like, to be honest. But um, yeah, he's, he's, he's quite new to the role, I believe. So um, with France, Holly, to be honest with you, with France in any sort of sporting atmosphere, either they're unbelievable or they're poor. There's no in there's no in between with, with with France when it comes to, to 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 any sporting thing. But you're right about sort of the um the tournament and like I said, it's, it, tournaments have changed over the years, man. Like they're not you're not going and beating teams five and six nils. And a lot of these teams in the opening group games are going to set up defensively and they're going to be drilled well. They're going to be organised well, and it's for teams to learn to break them down and break down the low blocks. And um you, you saw that um. England will have it tough in the next game. Denmark are no mugs. Any you play any Scandinavian team in football, they make it very, very, very difficult. Um, like you said, they scraped the one nil win against China. I think they're ranked 13th in the in the FIFA rankings. Um, I think they've got a couple of world class Perno Hard, I think she's a Danish lady, she's been around for forever, to be honest. Um, it's gonna be tough for England, but listen, I think the better the quality opposition, I think England will will rise to the top and play better than they did in the opening game. But like you said, they, they got the, the three points, which was the main thing. Um, but I sort of wanted to come to Jack again, just quickly, um, in terms of one of the other favourites of the tournament. And I saw the brief highlights of USA. Um, what, have you, what, what, have you, what did you make of the opening game if you saw it? And what have you sort of made of them in the last sort of 12, 18 months? They've got some good players, Jack. Um, obviously, mm. Megan Rapino is still around. Um, Alex Morgan. Um, Sophia Smith's been amazing. 
Crystal Dunfield that should be playing left back for about 100 years. I mean, like, the woman's still playing. I can't believe it. Um, so what did you make of their sort of their opening game, if you saw it and or, or what you've seen of them? Yeah, to, to be fair, I mean, I wasn't able to watch it live. I was trying at the time. I saw the highlights and, uh, I mean, it's, you know, they, to be fair, it's another example of we probably thought Vietnam would be more of a pushover. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people were worried about that game potentially running up to, to, to sort of pushing double figures again. Um, which obviously completely wasn't the case. Um, uh, the US, yeah, the, the, listen, you can never... It's a, it's a Women's World Cup and they've, they've won half the tournaments that have been played. So you never, you can never write off the USA. Um, I do think they're not as... Th- th- there's not as much of a gap between yeah. them. Even if you have them as favourites, there's not as much of a gap as there was in 2015 and 2019. In 2019, I don't even think they had to play at their best. To, to win the top tournament, that's mm. how good they were then. That was that's how that's how much the game's changed the last four years. I think it's more of a an, an open race uh, this time, which is exciting. Um, and I think the US will, will miss. I mean, Mallory Swanson's a big miss, but mm. um, Sophia Smith, obviously. I mean, it's like good. I don't think there's ever been a player that's more teed up, more perfectly teed up yeah. to have a breakout World Cup. Because we are anyone who's watched the American domestic league already yeah. knows she's a star, but. She, yeah, so it's just on the international stage. If you've not heard of her before this tournament, you you definitely and there'll be a lot of casual uh, women's fans who just watch it, you know England, and that will be the case. But they'll know about her at the end of this tournament. Um, yeah, I think she's a, a pretty good bet for the Golden Boot, and and the US are also in I would say the the kind of half of the draw, um, which is a, a big benefit for them. So yeah, I, can, I again they'll 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 go deep into the tournament as always. That they'll they'll be a big threat, I think, to to anyone else looking to win it. No, fair play. Listen, no, I appreciate that. I'm going to to fire in one more question before we let you guys go and have your, well, Jack, Sunday late night dinner, whatever whatever you're going to call it. That's it. My my bed's calling, guys. (laughs) We won't keep you up. But yeah, before we get into the last question, do a little little intro to subscribe to Albert JTV and Hollywood. And there you go. Holly, do you like that? I did that for you, Holly, specifically. That was jazzy, we... man. I like that. That was good. So it looks a bit weird with Arsenal and Tottenham next to each other, but I'll let that be. <laughs> well, Holly, we're not allowed to mention those two Sorry, days. sorry, this sorry, bit, sorry. This sorry. is international duty specifically. <laughs> we're not trying to start a riot in the chats, right? No, that's, that's fine. But like I said, people, subscribe to Albert JTV and Holly's Hotspurs. This is being broadcast on my channel and Holly's channel because we are a bit of a dream team couple, even though we secretly hate each other. So it's, it's fine. It's, it's a weird mix, but... And race to England, play on Friday morning again. I will not be able to watch the game because we've been at work, unfortunately, but I will record it. Um, going to be a different test. Um, looking forward to it. Any England players you want to see in particular that like you're chomping at the bit? Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I will be at work, but I will have the game secretly on my phone. So hopefully <laughs> no one from work is watching. That's my plan anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of, uh, in terms of, players that are coming in uh, or, or players to, to start. I'm a big Russo fan anyway. Um, so whether she starts or whether she comes off the bench, um, yeah. I'm hoping that uh, she can have a real impact. Um, yeah, as, as we mentioned, Kira Walsh is, is vital to, oh, to how we how we build up, how we play. Um, so if we can get her on the ball as much as possible, as we mentioned, uh, like to Stanway as well in there. Uh, crucial. Um, so yeah, uh, 
I haven't really got a player in particular other than the Russo that I'm. That's, that's a great see. choice, Ray. That's the only choice you need to make. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Like I say, I, I'm I'm quite confident we can uh, we can get the job done, but I just don't think it's going to be easy. That's all. Yeah. So, Jack, coming to you when we wrap up. Obviously, Ray's mentioned um, one of the people that I adore. I call her the 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 pearl of women's football in Kira Walsh. Um, I got up the heat map earlier. She just, I think. The best team I've seen nullify her. And it, to be honest, it happened in the Euros, to be fair. The, the final, Germany definitely snuffed her out for the first half, I thought, personally. But Australia done a really good number on her because you stop her, you can stop England. So, coming to you, mate, England need to find another way as well as playing through the, the amazing Kira Walsh of how to penetrate teams. And I think like we talked, we touched on it before. Lauren James is key to that. But what, yeah, just a quick few words on Kira Walsh, mate, because I, I love the woman to pieces. Uh, just, just quite simply, probably the the best midfielder in the world, or certainly very close. Yeah, for for, for me, um, I, I, I think the other the other thing is, like you say, when when teams have tried to snuff her out before, but also it, it, we had a we had another option when when you had Leah uh, Leah Williamson stepping into midfield. And, yeah. And she, yeah, she's so comfortable. I mean, she was a midfielder sort of growing up for a lot of her career. So she's, I mean, she's unbelievable. A Rolls Royce on the ball herself. You know the way she steps out. Steps out of the back four, and that that was a that that was sort of a a nice counterbalance to if teams were looking to looking to press Kira or, or not give Kira too much space. She could, you know, Williamson would be able to step out. We don't have that now. Um, that they, they've got to move the ball quicker, and and if you do bypass midfield as they were trying to at times last yeah. night, you just need you just need to have that that final bit of quality, which I'm sure will come. Like you know, having watched Chelsea a lot this season or for many years, like. Millie Bright's passing range is, is far it's far better than it was like sort of four or five years ago mm. um, when she was in at the last World Cup and and she's she, so she's got that, that ability now um, to 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 find Lauren Hemp to find Chloe Kelly um, it, England just need to play I think a little bit bit quicker higher tempo from the off um, but also like with the thing is we're in we are in, the, the English side are now in a great position regardless of our you could question the performance last night. Um, that they, they are three, three points, even a draw against Denmark. Although they probably be, it, again, it would probably get a bit of a flat response, but mm. that would put us in the, in the perfect position to get through this group. And I always think one one last thing to say is that tournament football, you, it, it's better to be coming out of the group, exactly. hit, hitting your stride. You, do, you don't want to. There's no point hitting your stride the first game and then you know running out of gas round sixteen, um, uh, uh, warming up slowly. Is actually the perfect thing to do. It'll, we saw it last summer, um, and I think, yeah, if, if hopefully they can they can get through. Because so, if, if we move on to six points from two games, then the, the last game they can maybe be room for a bit more rotation, um, which which would be good as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, uh, hopefully we see we see a, a quicker, uh, a more aggressive, and a, and a more ruthless England on on Friday. Yeah. Come on, England. But um, yeah, that was great, Jack. Great answer. Um, yes, people, um, like I said, smash the like button for me and Holly's channel. Big ups people in the chat for tuning in on this Sunday afternoon, you know, before um, watching more Sunday movies on Channel 4, any other channel that you're watching or football or cricket. That's not happening because of the weather. Don't get me started. I'm not happy, but um, no, I want to thank Ray and Jack. Um, Ray, my bro, thank you for coming on, man. Um, so it amazes me where they can find you. No, thank you for uh, for inviting me on. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure. 
Um, I'm quite a casual in terms of the women's game, really starting to want to learn more about it. So um, the fact that I was on the U3, uh, yeah, it's been really insightful. So thank you again. Um, if anyone wants to follow me, my Twitter handle is Ray underscore Kasim. Um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram as well, uh, it's Ray Kasim 92, I believe. So I'll just be at various football games or going up and down the coast on my bike. That's that's it, right? You tell him, mate. That's a great, great, great little intro there. And Jack, thank you. Obviously, I didn't realize you he's in Australia at the moment, but um, you, you deserve some kit. Thank you for your amazing knowledge and insight, man. Uh, tell the people where they can find you. Thank you. No, no worries, mate. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to follow me uh, on Twitter, I'm at, at Jack Lacey Sport. Um, hopefully, uh, I say hopefully. No, I will. I will have some some good updates from the from the England camp throughout the next few weeks and how, however long they're at the tournament. Um, and and yeah, hopefully a, a lot more insight coming over the over the next few weeks. So yeah, if anyone wants to give us a follow, that that would be great. But um, also, I'd just like to not only thank you for having me on um, and, and talking. Uh, about the game with you three, but also apologies for the terrible backdrop uh, once again in this, <laughs> this this dower hotel room in Sydney. I, I, I think I only noticed about five minutes in. Look at it. all your backdrops are absolutely perfect, and I feel it's just never felt so inadequate um, doing, doing podcasts before. But yeah, no, thanks for having me on, guys, and uh, yeah, great, great talking. No, Jack, absolute pleasure, and of course, I want to thank before I thank my amazing co-host. I will put this out on the audio as well for on spot on Spotify and Apple people. So if you, if you don't get to hear hear or see us on Facebook Live or on YouTube or the Twitter feed, you can hear our dulcet tones across the, you know the um, audio platforms. But Holly, my amazing co-host, show number two down. We've got plenty more to go, plenty more to talk about. And um, yeah, thank you for joining me, Holly. No, it was good. Like I say, it was it was nice to dissect everything. I should have mentioned that Jack was in Australia uh, when I messaged you, but um, like everything, Albert, my brain's a sieve, so I forget yes. everything. Um, but no, it's been good. It's been good to to talk uh, England on here, and hopefully uh, next week on Sunday we can talk about a win, uh, another win, even and another three points. So that'd be lovely. Yes, fantastic, Holly. You couldn't. I couldn't have put it better myself. Um, so yeah, our co-host Albert JTV and Holly Hotspurs. Thank you, people, for joining us. We roll on to Friday morning, UK time, people. Come on, England. See you soon.